Yo, what's up everybody? How are you guys doing? I'm doing fantabulous. It has been way too long since we made a new episode. And we are starting it off strong. Yeah. So, it's the summer. It's still the summer. If you're in those parts of the world where it's summer season, we're going to teach you and give you some tricks and tips on how to grow your little tree trunks that are hanging off of your torso. That's right, your arms. Shockingly enough, they're really hard to grow because they're they're just hard to grow. I can't even grow mine, and I've been I've been working my arms out for like ten years, and I still look like they look like little noodles. They're awful, so small. But we're gonna talk about how to grow your arms, and what I'm talking about is your biceps and triceps. Ever heard the saying "suns out, guns out"? We're talking about your arms, people. Okay, if you want to impress someone, get bigger arms, dad bods. Bigger arms, right? Cover up that fluff you got. As long as you have big arms, everybody's solid. Everyone's happy. Am I right or am I right? So, let's just talk about the anatomy in the arm, okay? So, we'll talk about the bicep. So, in the word bicep, we'll break it down, right? Bi means two. Thus, meaning there are two muscles to the bicep. You have your bicep brachialis and then your brachialis. Or brachy. What? So, for the brachialis, you have two heads. You have your short head and your long head. For the short head, we call that a peak. Because if you flex your arm, if you were to flex your arm right now, if you were to flex your arm and hold it close, okay, on your bicep, there's a little round. It's a, it's a little round. It looks like a peak. That is your short head. And then if you were to extend your arm and you watch your arm extend and not contract the very tip that goes to your elbow socket, that is your long head. So there are ways to hit both of those, those muscle groups. There are ways to isolate those muscle groups and isolate which heads you are trying to achieve on working out that day or if you want to work out both. So let's just talk about why biceps are important. Biceps are important because they're the major secondary muscle to pull movements. So we talked about pulling movements, right? When people talk about pulling movements, they automatically assume you're using your back. Some pulling movements, like when you pull and jerk, you kind of like move your elbows and shoulders and people think you're, it's, it's a shoulder movement, but it's not. Yes, it is. It incorporates all those, all those types of muscles, right? It incorporates from your wrist to your forearms to your 
muscles in your arm, your biceps, some of your triceps gets engaged, then it goes to your shoulder and then your back, right? And your traps, your trapezes, which is the part that goes from your deltoid to up your neck and behind your, your spine. So the way to hit these muscles are going to be either isolated movements or movements that you don't isolate and you use both hands. So some of the exercises to hit your short head, which is your peak, right, are going to be hammer curls, close grip, easy curls. So when I say easy curls, it's an easy bar. If you know what an easy bar is, search it up, Google it. It literally looks like an easy, like it looks like a Z. And then it's like bar, and then you put whatever weight you want on it, or some come with weights, and then you just pick whatever weight you want, right? Straight bar. And then you have your machines. So there are certain machines that um, are curls that target uh, both short and long head. You have cable pulls. You have different type of variations for grips on on cables same thing for dumbbells there's so many things that you can do to hit your desired bicep head and i'll tell you how to do that so rule of thumb for any bicep movement to fully engage your biceps you want your palms out supinated and you want to tuck your elbows in so to hit your short head you want to do close grip easy bar and what i mean by close grip is you want to put your hands as close as you can together that isn't uncomfortable and that also doesn't give you pain because you don't want to do a movement that hurts. And what I mean hurts, like it doesn't hurt your muscles to do it. It hurts your joints because some of these movements, if you go too heavy or you're a beginner and you're sporadic with your weight, meaning one day you'll you'll start light and you'll, you'll start off at like 15s, 15 pound anything, cables, dumbbells, uh, straight bar, easy bar, whatever it may be, and then you try to jump up weight too quickly and you're not used to getting your proper technique down and you will start to have pain in your wrist so any pulling movement i used to have pain in my wrist it was terrible it literally felt like someone would stick a hundred thousand acupuncture like needles and just dig it into my tendon and it felt like i had like tendonitis it, it was just super super uncomfortable so you don't want to do anything that is uncomfortable and causes you pain okay so for your short head for easy bar straight bar you want to go as close bring your grip as close as you can together and when you curl to fully engage your short head you want to take your elbows and you want to keep them stationary and you want to keep them behind your back. So you want to go as, as far away from your midline as you can. And then you're going to be driving the bar or the dumbbell in a vertical line. 
that is this when I mean vertical line it's a vertical imaginary line which is straight so you're gonna go from the imagine if there's a vertical line going from the floor all the way up to the roof okay and that's your midline it goes from the top of the roof through your body down into your toes and that's your midline so what you want to do is you want to keep the dumbbell or the weight as close to your body as you can as close to your midline and you're going to be pulling upwards it's very tricky to do but it is very 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 effective to master this type of movement it is not an advanced movement now there are some advanced movements that you can do but you don't have to do them to get a good workout in or to target these muscles the way you want to target them but to actually hit your peak you want to keep flurry elbows out but keep them tucked in and drive the weight up and close to your body as possible and you don't have to do crazy amounts of weight because your short head is such a small muscle that when it's fully contracted and then fully extended it is such a small part of your actual bicep that you will be absolutely fatiguing the sucker super quickly within your first set you'll feel like you'll be like oh wow like it's it's you'll feel it it's nice and warm and and you'll be targeting it another really good one to isolate your short head is hammer curls what is a hammer curl a hammer curl is basically dumbbells that you curl in front of you and as you curl in front of you you're going to bring it close to your chest and you're going to flex your arm and keep your elbow tucked into your body but out if that makes sense i'll try to it's kind of hard to explain it without showing someone but so when you started when you start a hammer curl okay you're like i just said before you're gonna start with your the dumbbells out and away from your body and you're gonna curl upwards as if you're how do i put this you're going to be curling upwards and just bringing the dumbbell up to your chest and keeping your elbow tucked in past your rib cage. Hopefully that makes sense. If that doesn't make sense, watch a video. <laughs> I'm trying to like explain it visually, but I'm, I'm, I'm complete dog shit at explaining something visually when I'm actually stupid, you know? But hammer curls target your short head perfectly same thing with cables and 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 like i said before machines so now we're going to talk about the bicep long head and the bicep long head is you can see the long head when you fully extend your arm when you fully extend your arm and you see your bicep grow in length and then stop right at your elbow pocket that is the tip of that bicep that is connected to your your um, humerus is the long head, long part of the bicep. How to target this bicep is any type of curl. So there's this thing called preacher curls. Preacher curls are you're just curling a dumbbell or a straight bar, and you're going to be pulling the dumbbell or straight bar up and close to your face 
But when people do this movement, you can you don't want to be feeling any of your shoulders. So like I've said, try to keep your elbows tucked in. Try to keep your shoulders stationary. It's very, very easy to incorporate your shoulders in any type of curl because you want to, you have this urge to just muscle it up. But when you start rotating your hands forward and you start engaging your front delt, that's when you start to take it from a strict bicep movement and then you start incorporating all these secondary muscles like your deltoid that you don't want to hit because it's not a shoulder movement, it's strictly bicep. So rule of thumb, tuck in your elbows, keep your shoulders stationary, and you're just curling the bar, okay? And as you curl the bar, when you get to the top portion of the lift, where the bar is closest to your face, you're gonna fully flex. And then as you come down, you're gonna come down slow. We'll talk about tempo in another episode, but basically tempo is just how fast the weight goes up at the top of the movement and then comes back down at the starting point of the movement. So you wanna keep a good tempo. And then when you come down to the starting point of the position, which should be anywhere from, depending on how long your, your arms are, from your hip to mid thigh, right? And you know you're fully engaging your long head of the bicep when you fully extend your arm. And when you fully extend your arm, you start to feel your triceps flex. Right when you feel your triceps flex, then you know you properly engage the full length of the bicep and, the, and you targeted the long head of the bicep. So you can do the preacher curls. You can do seated, seated preacher curls. There are preacher curl machines. There are cable curls, dumbbell curls. There's different variations you could do. Like one of the variations that target both the bicep, long head, and short head are spider curls. What's a spider curl? It's basically you're laying on an incline the opposite way of if you're going to lay on an incline bench press. So you'll be facing, so you'll be putting your chest to the back of the headrest versus on an incline where your back is on the, the actual machine. This time you're facing towards the machine and you're dangling your arms over. What this does is that it completely isolates your muscles and your biceps to where there is no momentum meaning you can't swing, you can't sway, you don't have any momentum of rocking your body to get the weight up. You're just using your arms to get the weight up. And the cool thing about the spider curl is that since you're isolating the whole entire arm for that movement, both your bicep and both your bicep long head and your bicep short head are fully engaged to get the movement done. So that's how you would, those are some exercises that you can do to hit the long head and your short head. So now we're going to talk about the tricep. So we're going to talk about the anatomy of tricep, just like we did about the bicep, right? So in the word tricep, the tricep brachii, okay, there are three different types of heads. Same thing with the bicep, right? But except tri means three. So there's three types of heads for the tricep. Those are called the long head, which is 
There's a muscle. If you were to flex your your arm and flex it downwards and point your uh, point your wrist away from you, like you're kind of like curling your wrist backwards, where you're trying to touch your fingers to touch the back of your uh, you're trying to touch your like forearm, right? And you flex right there. The there's this little bump on the back of your elbow. I would say about two to three inches away from your elbow. That is called the long head. It's a it's a big bump. Um, if you have a little bit more body weight, you're not going to be able to feel it. But if you were to poke behind there, it's kind of like connected to your armpit. You can you can still feel a little bump. That is your long head. Then you have your lateral head, and the lateral head is the word lateral, which is the outside part of the arm. And if you were to flex that, it's like it's it's a little juicy little piece on the outside of your arm it varies in sizes depending on your net like your actual genetics and your muscle muscle development right so it can be a nice little beefy like little <laughs> little beef stick or some people's it's a little croissant or they call it the horseshoe what a horseshoe is right is it's a u-shaped and if you're to flex your arm the lateral head and the long head make up the horseshoe part. Lastly is a medial head. And the medial head is the part is the smallest part of the tricep that connects from your elbow that runs up the lateral part of your arm and connects to the lateral head. It's the very tip of the tricep. If you were to flex it, it literally looks like a little tip of like an arrow. Like I said, depending on your anatomy, depending on your muscle development, depending on your genetics, these muscles vary in size, but that's how they look. And that's how you can tell which part of the head you're hitting. So with triceps, if you really want to achieve big arms, triceps and working out your triceps is the way to go. Why? Because there are three different heads in your arm. And they all make up your tricep. So realistically, two-thirds of your arm is actually your triceps, right? And then one-third of your arm is just your two bicep heads. Took me a long time to figure that out. I always thought, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to just destroy my biceps because obviously the key to growth is big biceps, right? Not really. Your bicep is actually a lot smaller than your tricep. And if you're looking for mass and girth and just some fucking thick boy, thick boy, juicy arms, you know, do more triceps. So to target your long head, you're going to be doing tricep dumbbell kickbacks. You don't have to do just dumbbell kickbacks. You can do cable kickbacks as well. There are also seated cable kickbacks. There are seated cable extensions. All these muscles will hit and target the long head. What is a kickback, you might ask? A kickback is where you are taking a dumbbell. You do not want to go heavy because this movement puts a lot of pressure on your elbow. And one of the more common injuries that people suffer from tricep movements is their elbow. Because if you overload weight 
on a certain muscle group that you're trying to or if you overload too much weight on a certain exercise that you're trying to target for a muscle that your muscle can't handle you will start to get tenderness and irritation and inflammation in your elbow because you are hitting the wrong exercise with too much weight for that exercise just throwing it out there because me luckily i have not had any elbow pain knock on wood i know a lot of people that have had elbow pain and they have to wear elbow sleeves and compression sleeves to keep their tendons and ligaments warm in their elbow or else they can't do elbow exercises or any exercise that incorporates their elbow so to do a kickback you will be bent over you want to be parallel with the floor when you do these exercises or when you're performing this exercise and you're going to be taking your wrist with a dumbbell and you're going to be kicking your hand backwards and extending and fully flexing your tricep so to do this movement it is not tough but it is very easy to mess this movement up like i've said with the biceps it is very easy to get your muscles to incorporate your shoulder into this movement and you take it away from it being a strict tricep movement to it being a tricep and shoulder movement, which you do not want. And with the tricep being connected to your lat, you can actually end up incorporating your lat muscles and some of your back muscles, which you don't want because it is a strict tricep movement. So you want to keep your elbow at a natural bend or 90 degree angle. And all you're doing is you're going to keep your shoulder stationary and your elbow stationary and you're just kicking your forearm and your wrist outwards behind your back and then flexing extending and then bringing it back this will start to target your long head and after a couple sets and after a couple reps of very low weight you will start to feel a burn in the back of your arm which is your long head now the cool thing about your long head is that if you do certain exercises that incorporate your long head, you are able to lift a substantial amount, <laughs> substantial, substantial amount of weight because your long head actually is a secondary muscle to bench pressing and other shoulder movements as well. It's just like your tricep. All heads of your tricep are secondary muscles to any pressing movement whether it be above your head for shoulders or bench pressing or any type of chest movement you are going to be incorporating your chest your your tricep muscles but specifically the long head can withstand a lot of weight so to target the long head you can do overhead dumbbell tricep extensions you could do single arm or not single arm, single dumbbell for heavier weight. Or if you want to do bi a bilateral movement, then you do two dumbbells for overhead tricep extension. Another thing that you can go heavy on, but only if your elbows allow you to, and only if it doesn't cause pain when you're doing this movement, 
is skull crushers. What is a skull crusher? So there's variations to the skull crusher. Basically, a skull crusher is you are going to be keeping your elbows tucked in in front of you, and you're going to be lowering an easy bar, straight bar. You can even do dumbbells. I don't like doing dumbbells just because it puts too much pressure on my elbow. But basically, you're going to be lying down on a flat bench, and you're going to be bringing the bar close to your face and then bringing it behind your head and then kicking it outwards. And what I mean outwards is kicking it up above your head and you're going to be doing this lying down. So the key to doing this movement to where you don't get elbow pain is if you keep your elbows tucked. If The more advanced you become and the more you start to understand your body and understand this movement and understand how to properly hit this 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 uh, tricep head, then you can start to flare out your elbows when you work up to it. I highly don't recommend flaring your elbows out for any of these movements because they will cause shoulder pain. This You can also target the long head by doing close grip bench. How you do close grip bench, close grip bench means that you put your hands close to the bar and when you unrack the weight, you're going to be bringing it slightly above your nipples, closer to your shoulders, and you're going to be pressing upwards, but you're not going to be fully locking out this movement. You want to keep them the range of motion nice and short to fully keep tension on your triceps instead of making it a chest movement. Yes, you're still going to incorporate your chest, but the main goal is to incorporate as much of your tricep and keep that muscle fully engaged versus losing it towards the top of the rep when you start pressing with your chest. So that's how you can hit your long head. So how to hit the lateral head, which is your outer part of your tricep, is tricep pushdown variations. So pushdown variations, it's a little hard to do pushdowns with free weight unless you're doing a dip machine or you're doing weighted dips or free weighted dips, which is dips are just your body weight. It's a little hard to do that. So I recommend finding a, a machine or cables to do tricep pushdowns. So pushdowns are a little, little interesting because the actual movement of pushdowns incorporates all three of your triceps, but with different grips and different weight um, attachments you can actually isolate your lateral head and only hit your lateral head so to hit your lateral head the best attachment would be to not use an easy bar or a straight bar but it would be to use a cable and ca or sorry not cables it's the ropes they're they're two little ropes and when you push down with this you want to keep your elbows tucked again and you want to push down and away from your body once you push down and away from your body at the very bottom of the rep you want to separate your hands and lift your pinkies in the air and then you want to press with your index finger so it's one huge moment movement so you go down push extend flex push your wrist flare it out push your pinkies out, push your index finger in, and then that's how you fully incorporate the tricep lateral head. You can also 
hit this lateral head when you do dips or diamond push-ups. Diamond push-ups really, really burn this tricep because with a diamond push-up, when you're put, it's it's essentially the same thing as a close grip, but instead of it being close grip, with you being able to put your hands very, very, very close together without having elbow pain and wrist pain, you're able to target your lateral head on your triceps better. Again, if you want to do diamond push-ups, you can. If you can't do it with your feet on the ground, do a modified one. Do them with your knees and your feet in the air. Or you can do close grip push-ups elevated or on an incline decline whatever you feel like doing you can still target these tricep muscles or this lateral head now to hit the medial head and the medial head like we said before is the very tip of the tricep same thing push downs with either rope you can use an easy bar you can use a straight bar to hit your medial head, since it's such a small muscle, you will end up hitting it with all these movements, all these exercises, but just to fully isolate them, anything pushdown related, you will be incorporating your medial head. So these are some exercises to grow your arms. Now, how do you train them, right? Like I gave you exercises, I kind of broke them down for you. I hope it helped. Now, there's a difference between just doing these movements and actually like doing the movement, if this makes sense. Like you could just go in there and just look at a exercise and just fucking just go do it, but you don't actually feel shit, you know? Like it's like you need to really like build that mind muscle connection even if it's just your arms like it's every muscle you work out like you need to really think about what you're hitting and then think about how you're hitting it what type of tempo you're putting your body into into uh time under tension which is tut um that means how much time you're putting your that muscle in tension and for how long and then it comes to sets and reps and, and what works and what doesn't work. And, and it all comes down to you. It all comes down to you and your goals. If you're looking to be a bodybuilder and you want to build your body, go for mass, you want to start off each of these movements, both bicep related and tricep related, you want to go heavy. The only way to build mass is if you lift heavy. You need to be progressively overloading your body. That'll be another episode on, on how to achieve a, a proper progressive overload. But basically, a progressive overload is progressively overloading your muscle with heavy amounts of weight. If you want to do that, go for it. So you'd start off heavy for mass, and then you'd taper it down a hypertrophy to keep the endurance and break down muscles and then hope that they will recover with proper nutrition after your workouts. Yes, people... You need to have proper nutrition after a workout to fuel your body. You can't just eat dog shit and accept and expect your body to react the way you want it to react. It doesn't work that way. So for my type of arm workouts, like I said before, 
these two muscles are secondary muscles, right? So for bicep, it's a pulling movement. You're going to be pulling towards your body. So a lot of people like to partner this exercise and this muscle group with back because back is a pull as well. You would quote unquote make this muscle group day a pull day because then you'll be pulling with back muscles and then you would be finishing off with pulling of your arm muscles, which are your biceps. Same thing with triceps. Triceps are a pushing movement, okay? You would incorporate this movement with chest movements. Building these muscles will start to help your secondary muscles become better with your major muscle movements. So what I mean by that is working out your biceps and getting them strong so that with any type of pulling movement on your back, you are able to incorporate your bicep movement to be able to lift the type of weight that you want to lift. Same thing with triceps. Secondary muscle aids in your major muscle movements. You need to grow this muscle to help and aid in your major muscle movements, which happens to be chest and all your pressing movements. So these are these are some things that you need to think about when you're doing these things. Like every muscle works off of every muscle and you start from the ground up, right? What I mean by that is if you're to go from your hand to your forearm, to your bicep, to your shoulder, to your chest, does all these muscles help one big goal and that is that goal is to move weight whether it be in the gym or just naturally whatever you do for work to pick up your kids to pick up your nephew nieces hug people hold hands whatever whatever it is you use all these muscles and it's good to train all these muscles so here's here's a type of arm day that i would do right so typically i would start off with bicep for bicep i would do for these movements, I like to do no more than three to four. The reason why I do no more than three to four exercises is because I hit these muscles very hard, very fast, and they fatigued very quickly because they are smaller muscle muscle groups. So you don't want to sit here and just do excessive exercises for these muscles because you will actually break down these muscles and then the, even though they recover fast, breaking down these muscles and not actually being able to use them doesn't make any sense now, right? There's a difference between overworking your muscle and it benefiting you versus overworking your muscle and you're just unable to use that body part for X amount of days because you overdid it. So, three to four exercises. Four to five sets right so like i said first movement you want to start off for mass or you could just make it a mass kind of a day where you drop the sets do no less than three sets no more than eight reps for heavier days and try to lift heavy try to go for your preacher curls whether it be standing sitting uh, you could do easy curls, uh, you could do straight bar curls, dumbbell curls, hammer curls, any kind of curl you can do. If you want to be heavy, go three to eight sets. 
I would do about two, two sets of heavier weight and then followed by two sets of hypertrophy sets to give it a good little little mix, miss, mix and match for your muscles to kind of confuse it, right? You don't want to just be stagnant and do the same thing over and over and over again. You want to switch it up and, and confuse your body. So remember, you still need to be able to hit both your short and long head. So you could do two and two, right? You could do two long head curl uh, exercises that isolate the long head and then two exercises that isolate the, the short head. Then for triceps, since you have three different type of muscles or three different type of heads for that muscle, you still do about three to four sets. But you have to remember that your medial head and your lateral head, both of those exercises target both of those heads. So you would still be heavy on a lot of things like we talked about before for the long head, for any type of pushing movement, any type of extension, you can go heavy only if your body allows you to. Obviously work up your way to it. If you don't wanna go heavy, that's perfectly fine. Then you're gonna be shooting for the three to four set range, but you're gonna be aiming for eight to 12 or 12 to 15 reps per exercise. This type of exercising and progressive overloading and type of strength building for mass and hypertrophy mix is good for the arms because like we I just said the arms are a smaller muscle move muscle group but even though they're fatigued quickly and you're able to break them down they are able to recover faster because they are smaller muscle groups. So you can just absolutely destroy your arms with a fast pace quick tempo, great time under tension workout and still be able to push your body to its limit and push those muscles to its limit, but still be able to recover after the fact. So this is how to grow bigger arms. And the sad part is people is it takes months to grow your arms. All these people you see on YouTube that are just like, oh, you know, fucking workout arms every day and you'll put on three inches in fucking a month. No, that's not that's not how that works. Don't <laughs> you can't grow your arms that big naturally. It just there's just no way. It takes years, it takes months. Like in a couple months you'll be lucky enough to add an inch, maybe two, if you're a if you're a newbie. New newbie lifter. And if you're a more immediate advanced lifter who's been doing this for years, the best you'll be able to do is add some more density and lift heavier. I hope this helped. If there was anything that I talked about that you were confused on, I highly recommend going to school. And what I mean by that is going on YouTube. Because <laughs> YouTube's cool, right? If you don't know what the fuck's going on, YouTube it or Google it. I get Google's pull up everything. Take it easy, everybody. I hope this helps. I hope our arms grow. For all the dad bods out there, you just lose some weight. Uh, for everybody else out there that wants to grow their arms, summer's still here. Let's get it going. We can still grow, build those arms. Get people looking. Pull, pulling out your arms with some 22-inch pythons. Shee! That could be you, Bubba. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.